This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Thursday, March 23rd, and this is your Dallas Morning News. Today's forecast calls for mostly cloudy skies with a high near 79 and a low near 67. Here are today's headlines. Energy experts and electric industry groups are calling a Texas Senate plan to back up the state's power grid with state-financed fossil fuel power plants the end of the free market in Texas's electricity economy. Senate Bill 6 is one of nine bills the Senate unveiled earlier this month as a suite of fossil fuel-centric bills that take aim at Texas's booming renewable energy sector under promises of greater grid stability. The bill could use taxpayer money to finance the construction of 10,000 megawatts of natural gas-fueled power plants, enough energy capacity to fuel an estimated 7.5 million homes. Building the plants would cost an estimated 10 to $18 billion, and they would be required to be ready sometime in 2027 or 2028. Texas Senator Charles Schwertner has called the idea a backup generator for a Texas power grid that nearly collapsed amid severe extended winter weather in 2021. Energy experts warned that it would undo 20 years of free market principles that have kept electricity prices low and that the bill would do the opposite of what its author and Senate leader Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick have promised, encourage new natural gas power generation. In other news, Nearly five months after two hospital workers were fatally shot at Methodist Dallas Medical Center, officials testified in support of proposed legislation that would criminalize removing or disabling an ankle monitor in Texas. Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia on Tuesday voiced vehement support for the bill, saying his department has arrested nearly 50 people in the last three years who were issued ankle monitors. The legislation was prompted by the October 22nd shooting at the hospital in North Oak Cliff, which killed a nurse and a social worker. The legislation, along with two other bills, would make it a third-degree felony to assault a hospital worker in a hospital and would require notification to law enforcement and other officials when a parolee is allowed to visit a hospital. If the bill is passed, parolees who cut off their ankle monitor would face a felony charge and would have to serve the rest of their original sentence. Intentionally cutting off an ankle monitor currently is an administrative violation, not a criminal offense. Meanwhile, nearly 100 people gathered at New World United Methodist Church Tuesday for the community prayer vigil of 16-year-old Jashon Poirier, who on Monday was critically wounded by gunfire outside Lamar High School. He died later at a hospital from wounds to the head and chest. Another student, a girl, was grazed, Arlington Police Chief Al Jones said, and was taken to a hospital with an injury that wasn't life-threatening. Her name has not been released. Less than three hours before Tuesday's vigil began, a student was shot at Thomas Jefferson High School in Dallas. The student was struck in the arm in a school parking lot after school had been dismissed for the day. In a statement posted on Twitter, the district said the student is expected to make a full recovery. Authorities have not released a motive for the shooting. A GoFundMe was set up to cover Jashon Poirier's funeral expenses. 
Up next, after the second shooting in two days at a North Texas high school that took place beyond the reach of safety features that schools across the country have implemented to protect students from gunfire, Dallas ISD Superintendent Stephanie Elizalde acknowledged campuses still have vulnerabilities that need to be examined. Elizalde's comments came during a news conference in the library of Thomas Jefferson High School on Wednesday, one day after a student was wounded in the school's parking lot. On Monday, a student was killed and another was wounded outside Arlington ISD's Lamar High School. Two people were in a car from which shots were fired outside Thomas Jefferson High late Tuesday afternoon, wounding a student in the arm. Elizalde said two of the three people involved in the shooting were DISD students, one of them being the victim. But she declined to directly say whether the district knows the identities of both people in the car, which drove off after the shooting. No arrests have been made. And a cold front expected to move through North Texas late Thursday into early Friday could produce storms with strong winds and large hail. But severe weather is not expected for most of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. According to the National Weather Service, the biggest hazards with the storms will be large hail and damaging winds. Rain could start as early as Thursday afternoon, and the bulk of the strong to severe storms are expected Thursday evening into Friday. Storms should clear out of the area by Friday morning. A small cold front will follow the storms, but the Dallas-Fort Worth area will not see as big of a temperature drop as it did following last week's storms, which generated several tornadoes and caused wind damage in parts of the region. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit dallasnews.com. Enjoy your day. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.